preaching moment before us. Won't you go with me now to the throne of grace? Gracious God, your people are assembled in their homes and gathered here in their sanctuary, in your sanctuary, O oh God. Speak now for your people here. Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to speak to you for a few minutes on the subject, Go in Peace. The text given is found in the epistle of Paul, Ephesians, the fourth chapter verses 1 through 7 and 31 through 32. As you stand for the hearing of God's word, it reads as follows. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Yes. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another even as Christ gave, forgave you. May the Lord offer a blessing unto the reading of his holy word. Yes. May be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you. This past week, I reflected on the fact that we are over halfway through the first year of a new decade. It has not been uneventful. I've sought solace and assurance in time with God and his word. Haven't you? The Pauline epistle of Ephesians is an encouragement to us all. What presents loudly is the theme of unity in the body of Christ and our new life surrendered with a yes to God, the result, salvation through faith given us by God's grace, we've turned to God and not away. Because we are living today in a nation divided with racial rhetoric, a lack of compassion, 
an empathy for its citizens that plays out daily individuals found in news coverages, I am reminded that all the division and discourse, chaos of the world, and this nation, we need to remember who we are. We are the people, children of God. We live in this world, but are guided not by loyalties to the divisive leadership, lies, and corruptive behaviors espoused from the highest office of this nation, but rather the truths impressed upon us are spirit-filled as believers in Christ. Truths that keep us grounded, that tell us how to respond and reminds us what is pleasing in God's sight. A means of being woke that is not a political awakening, but a God reverence. Some of us may hear not so far away, 49 years back, in the recesses of our mind, Marvin Gaye singing, What's going on? Mother, mother. There's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. <laughs> today we may alter some of the 1971 lyrics of this political song, a protest inspired by violence and police brutality from picket signs and picket lines to reflect on the reality of protest signs and protest lines but the mantra certainly wouldn't change what's going on i take comfort that god's presence is among us and our prayers, internalizing hope, petitioning God for provision and protection in this season, penetrate the heavenly realms. I'm thankful that I was like the late Marvin Gaye and will question what's going on. But have consolation that God is in control be it COVID-19, yet another decade of police brutality targeted at people of color, systemic racism that disproportionately locks primarily black and brown men away, innocent and or guilty as charged, but does not represent opportunities for rehabilitation, or ability to become productive citizens. Then there is the reality of how legal systems unfairly target and railroad men of color into the penal system. One such situation detailed 
about the exonerated Central Five. Donald Trump, the man in the White House, took out full-page ads in four New York City newspapers. Bring back the death penalty. Bring back our police, the ad read. Did I say exonerated Central Five? VI DNA evidence? Yet no apology or correction of language from the man in the White House. Recently, I had a chance to view what I consider a thoughtful change to negative violent police encounters among citizens of color that could be considered encouraging. Perhaps you saw the encounter, a highly volatile situation of a police encounter, two white Houston Texas police officers attempting to handcuff a black man. We've seen far too many times how such police encounters with persons of color result in the death of the latter. They had him on the ground. Police are the authority and everyone else was gathered calling out. They were not viewed as a threat, praise God, in this scenario. The citizens and bystanders warned the officers not to put their knee on the man's neck. The officer, a very large, overweight man, demonstrated he had not placed his knee on the citizen's neck, but on the back, as if citizens, and asked if citizens would care to help. Hmm. Unbelievable. De-escalation became a community effort. Keeping a young man already tased by the police calm and compliant to render an outcome of life sustained and not lost. We ask ourselves in this instance, is it possible that the heart of the authorities of the police are open? We ask ourselves, is it possible that the cameras were present and perhaps we want to try things a different way? But instilled in that moment was hope. Hope that everyone accosted by the police particularly black men and brown men, perhaps it will not meet with death. How does God's word help us to move, maneuver challenging situations we encounter in the world that test our spirit of peace and love as representatives of Christ? Well, I submit I'm human and question just how many walkaways I can do myself from my brothers and sisters showing their ugly, ungodly side, talking to the Lord all the while I am, that I hold my tongue and check the neck popping. 
and show enough tongue wagging, I am capable of unleashing. Mm-hmm. 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 And now there are those of us in God's family that are fluent in the four-letter language of putting you in your place. If my brothers and sisters, you fall into the aforementioned categories, God's word speaks to you concerning the transformation needed, humility and gentleness. You cannot attain these characteristics of your own, but will by abiding in Christ and Christ in you can transform you to his ways. God's word speaks to us about long-suffering and bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace, godly attributes and characteristics of which we cannot hope to attain or utilize the gifts to the glory of God without the guidance of Holy Spirit. And finally, my brothers and sisters, I close with a final reflection on the word of God in the biblical text and expectations for us as God's people. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. The times, the times are challenging, but there's a constant continuum of righteous living for us as people of God. It unites us, sustains us, grows and liberates us as people of God set apart by God. May we all come to know and internalize in our daily lives, my brothers and sisters, the word of God. Go in peace.